Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Hey guys, welcome to Hobby Addicts episode 100 and, or actually, I'm like 100 off, 228. Thanks for everybody tuning in to the pod. Glad you're here. Hope you're having a good day. We're glad to have you. I am Mitsugi, joined by the, the full crew as usual. We have Mandy and Mason. How are you guys today? Doing pretty good. Full crew, three people, wink, wink. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I see.、Uh, no, no, I'm doing great.、Uh, the weather is fantastic. It's like 60 degrees out, so it's still warm, but not like sweat inducing when we're inside with no AC and headphones on. So I'm feeling really comfortable. Hey, Mandy, how are you? I'm doing pretty good.、Um, nothing special going on over here. It's,、uh, you know, it's, it has been decently cool lately, and、uh, I'm just excited to talk about. My hobbies. Oh, fall is upon us, I do believe. Yeah, I'm excited.、Me、fall is my favorite. Me too. So, today on Hobby Addicts, guys, I climbed Huron Peak yesterday, maybe the last mountain of the year because I will be out of town next weekend. And then the following weekend, well, it'll be October then. And who the heck knows what kind of horrendous snowy conditions are happening in the mountains in October? So, we'll have to see. And Nobody wants to climb in like two and a half feet of snow. And、uh, also, honestly, like the PlayStation 5 reveals all happened this week. So I'll probably touch on that just because, you know, we seem to do that every time there's a big, you know, batch of news that drops.、Um, Mandy has Hades. What is Hades, Mandy? It's a game. Mandy has games for you and Among Us, which I believe is a game as well.、Uh-oh. Also a game. Yes. Mandy's back on the game train. Back on the game train. <laughs> And,、yes. and also on the game train, Mason's been playing Ghost of Tsushima and the Institute. So we are loaded up for you here on Hobby Addicts. So get excited.、Uh, where should we start? I mean, I feel like, I don't know, maybe the PS5 reveals are the most relevant. Do you guys think? Yeah, we can start with that. So they did the announcement Wednesday. I missed, I missed it, honestly. I didn't even see. The、uh, like the event when it happened. I meant to watch it and then I missed it. But there was a lot of news that came out of it. The PS5 is going to be a little more. Well, actually, it was about right on target with what people thought. It's going to be $400 for the digital version, $500 for the non digital. How do you guys, first of all, how do you guys feel about the price point? Do you, was it less than you expected more? I mean, how, do, how are you digesting it? I'm. Pretty happy. It's about where I was pegging it. I think they learned their lesson with the PS3. So I think that's a very purchasable price. Yeah, it's all right.、Um, I, if I get one, I'll probably get the digital one, I think. Yeah, I think myself as well. I look back at the PS4 and I think I only bought like two games on disc, like the whole generation. So,、mm-hmm. which was.、Uh, The, I bought Persona 5 and、uh, crap, that might have been it. 
Honestly, yeah, games don't resell for a whole lot either. It's not like, like usually when I sell books, I sell them in chunks, and people pay a lot for them. But nobody pays that much for video games unless unless it's something super retro. Yeah, I I don't. I actually, I always found it kind of insulting. Like you go to GameStop with like Persona Five just came out like a month ago, and they're like, "We'll give you four dollars." Like what? Yeah. So GameStop is notorious, notoriously awful. (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't think GameStop's going to be around much longer. I'm actually kind of surprised. I hope that, not. Yeah, Fuck they're, them. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're, <laughs> the spite. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they're terrible. someone who used to work there and hated that company. <laughs> yeah, they're not good to their employees, et cetera. No. So uh, maybe maybe I'll just get the digital and make my own little boxes because I like seeing my game selection. I like being able to like look over a shelf and be like, oh, what do I want to play? You're going to make your own I'll just make little boxes. I'll get some cardboard. I'll fold them up and I'll like write in like crayon like Bloodborne. That's sad. (laughs) That's kind of depressing. That does have a lonely ring to it, Mason, I got to say. But uh, you know, you know what? I mean, maybe they even have products to let you do that. You should look online. I'm I'm sure I could just uh, take old PS2 games and like reprint the sleeves, but I'm not going to do that. Say, it's called a printer. <laughs> I thought the price point was pretty good. Like it's, it, it never seems to change every con like game consoles have been like three or $400 or $500 since like the fucking Sega Saturn was $400. <laughs> think- I mean, I think the biggest price thing is not the console, but the, the games being yeah. what $80 now. Seven, I think that's 70. more of the discussion point. They're 70. Oh, 70. Yeah. But different games seem to be priced differently now. So I've heard um, there are games coming out that are at fifty. There are ones at seventy. I think it depends on like what it is. But it doesn't sound like they're. I mean, a lot like now anyway. Like if you go on PSN and a new game comes out, you know, I mean, I've bought plenty of games new for like forty bucks. So they're not. It's kind of the same. Um, they they came out with the announcement for the PlayStation Plus collection. Where I guess it's kind of like they're trying to compete with with Game Pass, but like there's a lot of high profile games on PlayStation Plus that you get for free. I'm trying to find the list of them, but it was pretty it was pretty good. It was like Persona Five, um, The Last Guardian. Uh, there was a whole bunch of them. I, do, do you guys have the list? I'm, I'm, I gotta find it. PlayStation. I do not. Sorry. I do not either. Yeah, I got it here. So the PlayStation Plus collection list is, oh, it's, it's pretty long, but um, it's got God of War. God of War is getting a sequel, by the way. Oh my God, I hate Eurogamer.net. It just like, you, <laughs> you go on it and the first thing that they do is just bombard you with ad blocker bullshit. So Slam you. Hey, our website uses God. cookies. Would you like some of those? <laughs> Batman, I love cookies. Thanks. Batman Arkham Knight, Battlefield 1, Bloodborne, Days Gone, Fallout 4. I'm, I'm kind of truncating. Final Fantasy 15, God of War, Persona 5, Resident Evil 7, Last Guardian, Last of Us, Uncharted 4. All those are free. So, and there's like, 50, there's like, there's like 10 others. I didn't list them because they're kind of like lesser. So, I don't know. That's pretty neat. And then there's like a whole bunch of exclusives that are, that are, that they announced. So I guess I guess um, Demon Souls is a launch title. So yep, November twelfth. So that's pretty neat. I don't think anybody expected that. So I mean, I didn't. I mean, I said I would probably get the PS5 when Demon Souls came out, not thinking that Demon Souls was going to be day one. 
So now the question is, uh, can you even buy a PS5? And I think the answer is yes. I think there's a whole like hype of like the pre-order selling out, but I think Sony knows what they're doing and will have enough stock when it, when it rolls around. I'm not sure. I mean, COVID has got to have an impact on that. So, I mean, it's they, it seems like the pre-order sold out like almost instantly. And then all the websites were like, oh my God, next tomorrow at this time, there'll be more. And then, you know, and then of course... Like Walmart's been doing that, but I don't know. So does that mean you're going to try to get it day one, Mason? Um, it would be nice, especially because I my plan is to stay at home in Chicago for the rest of 2020, and my library buys tons of games, so I could just use their game systems to try out try out these new games without having to pay for them. So perhaps. Hmm. I, I am definitely not going to buy it day one. I mean, I'm going to... Uh, I'll probably buy it when Ratchet and Clank comes out. I, I don't know when that'll be, but I, I don't... I don't know. I probably won't I probably won't buy it until 2021 at this point, but... Do you guys have anything else you want to say on this? Because I, I feel like there's not a lot a lot of additional info other than the other than the price and the release date. No, not really. I probably won't get one for a while. I have too many games I want to play right now that are not on the PlayStation, and the starting lineup is okay. Um, Demon Souls is really highly anticipated, and it's probably the only one that I would get, which means I can safely wait. <laughs> gotcha. All right, well, then we can move on. So why don't we just stick with the games? So I don't know. what What is Hades, Mandy? I've never even heard of Hades. Oh, let me tell you about Hades, because I love this game a lot. <laughs> so Hades is a roguelike um, action RPG that came out through Supergiant Games. Um, they were the developers behind um, Transistor and um, uh, Pyre and Bastion, oh, okay. which are all big name games. Um, and uh, yeah, so it is all based off Greek mythology. You play Zagreus, who is the son of Hades, and... You are a, I don't, he doesn't look like a teen, but he sure acts like a teenager who just desperately wants to get out of hell. And who doesn't? Um, <laughs> but his father is like, uh, you can't because my realm is designed to keep you here. But uh, Zagreus is like, fuck you, dad. I'm going to try and get out of here anyways. So um, at, like most roguelike games, it a lot of it is centered around um, a lot of the game's mechanics are centered around dying. So you you being a god, of course, you are immortal. And so uh, death isn't a huge problem for you, except you basically every time you die, you start all over again. But it's also like expected. The game wants you to die. And a lot of the characters have um, dialogue based around it because every time you die or every time you go out into hell to try and navigate through it, you are gaining more power. And every time you come back, you can uh you know level yourself up and get new weapons and you just uh increase your power each and every time but no matter how far you get through hell if you die you start all the way back at the beginning which includes bosses you have to fight bosses again which would probably seem very which sounds very obnoxious like usually in a roguelike if you get to a big checkpoint like a boss you would expect to not do that boss again but um because you get so powered up over time i think that um it, it 
seems to go by so much faster. And I don't think the game is so long. Of course, I haven't beat it. I just started it two days ago. So I'm not sure how long it is. I think the average playtime is like uh, somewhere around 15 hours, I think. I'm not sure. I can look it up. Um, yeah, look it up. I'm not sure how long the average playtime is, but um, I don't think it's so long that where you're like eventually going to have to fight like 40 bosses again to beat it. I don't think it's going to be that long. But um, the art in this game is fantastic and the soundtrack is amazing. All wow. the voice acting is great. I love it so much so far. It's so much fun. So um, did you see how long it takes? It's uh, 15 hours to, for the main story, okay. but 82 for all for to do everything. That's quite a difference. Mm. <laughs> so there must be a lot of yeah. there must be a lot of collecting and stuff. Um, yeah. So it uh, all of the um, stages when you go out will constantly change. So they do um, like alternate, and each room that you go out into when you go out into the uh, hell, which is like kind of just a giant dungeon. Um, every, uh, every time you go out, there are different enemies and after you beat an enemy, you get some kind of item. And then after you collect your item, there are two doors, that you, sometimes two, sometimes there's only one. It depends on, of course, the stage because they alternate, but, um, where you kind of get to pick and choose which way you want to go. And each stage, um, there's always a certain number of stages to get to a boss. Like to get to the first boss, Meg, uh, there are 15 total. So you have to go through 15 rooms to get to her with a mini boss in between. Um, so, But you can pick and choose which of those rooms you want to go through as you go on because the doors will have symbols on them telling you what the reward is for going through that room. So there are a bunch of different items you can get, such as these potion things called ambrosia. Ooh. And those are actually gifts that you, that you can give to gods that you meet and they will give you an item in return. So um, I'll, I'll talk more about the like the hub room uh later on but then there are also boons boons are messages from the gods because um you are trying to get through hell but the gods of uh, olympus want you to come to them and you do unlock more of the lore as you're going on and like why they want you to come to olympus instead of staying in hell you're not really quite sure yet but they they always send you some kind of boon and they'll um they have like a dialogue as well with their message and the boon will give you some kind of power up They'll usually have three different options that will power up one of your attacks and you get to choose, pick and choose which ones you want. Um, and I'll talk more about the combat later because I think the combat is just the most satisfying part of the game so far. Um, uh, other items are like central hearts, which will increase your uh, maximum health. There are obols that you can get, which are which is money that you can spend either at like stores in that you can uh, run into in the dungeon what, or what'd you call back them at home. Obols, obols. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're Sharon's hmm. obols. Um, there are also keys that you can get, which will unlock if you have to get so many of them to unlock a new weapon. There are hammers. Um, I think it was called uh, Daedalus's hammer, which will uh, further increase the boons that you already have. So if something like increases your attack by 25%, a hammer will upgrade that to 35%. Um, there are oh, darkness cool. things that you can get. 
which will, um, when you go back to your room, there's a mirror that you can reflect in and it will increase some of your stats there. There are gemstones that you can spend um, back at home to upgrade the dungeon and also your room. There's a little customization parts there. <laughs> there are like um, some other things that you can get, like uh, some um, Titan blood, which I haven't figured out what to do oh. with yet. Um, I haven't figured out what to do with that yet. Um, uh, ooh, you, what was his do name? Do you ever like look stuff up or do you just play it till you figure it out? Um, I'll probably look it up if I don't figure it out soon. I think it was, um, I can't remember which god it was that told me that, uh, I'll need it eventually. I think it was Ares, but I'm not positive. But, uh, there are also, like, these palm powers that will increase some of your base stats and, uh, other things, like keepsakes that you can equip, stuff like that. But, um... The combat is when each weapon plays a different style. You start off with a sword. You can also unlock a bow, um, which I tried and I did not like, so I'm not using you, the bow. You're not <laughs> using the bow. No, I don't like it at all. It was weird. I feel like, um, because mobility is such a big part of the game, I feel like it de- it wants you to charge in and out of combat constantly, which does not work with the bow. And I didn't like it. I might try it again, but that one is currently uh, just sitting in my room. Um, there is a shield that you can get, which is the one that I'm using. It's it's so satisfying to use. Um, there are like, there's like a pole arm that you can get, and there are other ones that you can lock as you go deeper into the game. They'll show up in your room, and you can unlock them. Um, so yeah, uh, when you go out and I mean, it's an isometric game. The action RPG style of it is very similar to Diablo three, kind of. Um, oh, I except love that. I, you don't have like a cooldown or anything. I wouldn't say. Um, but you do have each weapon has like their own attack style to it. So there is like a basic attack. There is a charge. There are a, some kind of special thing that you can do with them. Like my shield, I can throw it and maybe it's more like a glaive. I'm not positive, but, um, that one you can like throw in a like chain bounce off, uh, so many enemies and, um, eventually you unlock the ability to call gods to come help you for like a very short moment and, you have a throw, which is called like a cast, um, that you can use occasionally. And each boon will like increase those. So if, um, if you get a boon from Zeus, some, the one that I really like, the, that I really like is, uh, he'll upgrade your cast to where it will cause a chain lightning effect. So it'll bounce up to like three or four oh, cool. other enemies. So if I throw my cast at one person, it'll bounce off so many other enemies. And it, like it's so powerful that it will just straight up kill like weak ones. <laughs> and it's so satisfying because you do get swarmed. Um, some of the earlier levels are a little bit easier. But as you go on, you get swarmed by enemies. And it's very fast paced. You want to like charge in and out all the time, all over the place. And uh, as you go deeper into hell, there are hazards in the areas. There are like traps you can accidentally trigger. There are bombs. There, um, after I killed Meg, which is the first boss, the next realm that I got to was all fire. And, um, uh, Zagius, or Zagius, um, uh, Zagreus, sorry. It was like, uh, I might not be, um, I'm only fire, uh, resistant, not fireproof. Yeah, yeah. So. 
<laughs> so it does do damage. But um, every time you die, you end up back into your father's domain and you come out of like a pool of blood and everybody kind of taunts you. Your father's like, didn't get very far this time, did you, huh, oh son? God. It's really cute. <laughs> Your mom is there too, um, Nix, and she's always uh, she's trying to help you. And I'm trying to figure out like the story behind it because right now it seems like you want out of hell just because fuck it. But <laughs> it seems like the other gods want you to come to Olympus for some reason. And um, yeah, you meet a bunch of other uh, gods there. Uh, you do unlock more areas as you go on. There is a lounge room where you can go in. There are like all these little spirits sitting around in the lounge. And uh, there is a um, like a vendor there that you can trade in stuff. So if you get like so many keys, but you don't have any weapons to unlock, you can trade in your keys for other items and, um, you know, other things as well. If you have too many gems, you can trade those in. So... You're never like just stacking something up for nothing. You could always use it on something. And um, like the gemstone guy, you can unlock um, some customization. So like you can like change like the floor color of your room if you want. Oh, you can nice. also like unlock things in the dungeon as well, like uh, upgrades to hell where you can unlock um, chests that will sometimes appear at the end of a stage or you can unlock uh, like a healing room where you go in, there's like a like a healing spring that you can get inside of and it'll give you some health back mm. and um, stuff like that. And there's also Cerberus, which is a big old three-headed dog. Yeah. And he... And uh, you can pet him and talk to him, and I always give my ambrosias to him. I saw <laughs> I saw a video of us uh, of some guy petting him on, I don't know what the hell it was, some uh, some on like on Google or whatever. I just watched like a like a gif of him. Mm -hmm. But he sure looks like he he enjoys it a lot. A good scratch under the chin. Yeah, so uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm fucking loving it so far. Um, the music in uh, some of the stages, especially boss fights, is so satisfying. It gets you really hyped up to just dash around and uh, throw shit. So it's Darren a lot Corb of fun. is a god. Who? Darren Corb. He's the oh. guy who's on all the music in Bastion and Transistor. And he did this oh, one too and like I didn't know. that alone is probably enough of a reason for me to try out this game dude it's so much fun I'm loving this game so far uh, all of the gods have some like their own style of playing um, or style of like their boon to help you so um, like uh, I'm trying to think of them. Um, Dionysus is that the the wine god Dionysus his attacks like you can upgrade some of your attacks and when you hit somebody it'll make them drunk <laughs> um, Aphrodite's like attacks sometimes her boons will like daze people Artemis uh, will like you can like um, my cast when I would throw out my cast would like shoot out multiple ones and she gives you loads of crit like I think I got the furthest when I got Artemis Boons because her she just makes you so powerful Zeus is always like about thunder and um, Poseidon you can throw out like water waves for some of them and they each boon will increase something else so like um, my favorite dash boon is Poseidon's because if I dash at somebody it'll make like a wave pull and push everybody away um, but you can also, or you could also up, um, I'm sorry, um, up 
upgrade your um like your special attacks so like if i threw my glaive it would like cause like water waves to come out and uh stuff like that hermes is really cool because um if you upgrade your dash with hermes then um if you get hit by something and you dash um twice in a row you'll get some of that health back so it's really cool uh you you know unlock more gods as you go along and uh it's it's loads of fun the art is fantastic too it's so cool it definitely looks a lot recommend it, it looks a lot like diablo so as you said i think so yeah yeah the um the action rpg style of it the combat is very similar to diablo style which is great yeah so yeah, yeah i highly recommend it it's a lot of fun it's on it's on I'm, it's on a pc and switch it looks like for, the, for people who are yes curious. it just came out on switch like last week which is what i was waiting for because it has been on out on pc for a little while but um it looked so it looked like a great game for the switch so i waited for that to come out cool well that, i'm glad you're enjoying it and mandy's yeah. back mandy's back people on games so maybe just get ready. Just get ready for, <laughs> we'll for, for for this. Okay. But speaking of games, I'm kind of curious to see what Mason has to say about Ghost of Tsushima, since I recently platinumed that and I am very interested to hear what he what he thought of it. So Mason, what do you think? Yeah, how if far, you'll how, indulge me being what? How is it a month behind? Two months behind? I mean you're just schedule? a little you're just a little behind. It's okay. I'm catching up. It's I'm okay. catching up. So what do you th- we'll get there eventually? What have you thought? Um, so I'm maybe five or six hours in, so obviously still just chipping away on the first section of the three, but, you know, so these are just early thoughts. Um, I know it gives you the option to be honorable and, like, kind of bang on their front door when you go to the Mongols and say, hey, I'm going to fight you, or you can be, like, sneaky and dishonorable and use all your ghost maneuvers and i was like i am determined to be honorable the whole time i am never going to use stealth i'm going to be a proud guy just going around swinging around and i was so upset that the game like forces you to be sneaky for a level i was Mm, like yeah there's a few (laughs) levels like that but but it you know it wasn't the end of the world um so obviously uh, everyone was saying, oh, this game looks phenomenal. It's such a gorgeous game. And yes, the, the lighting effects are exquisite. The particle effects are super cool. Um, I like when you do like these 1v1s versus like the leader of camps. And like you're killing blow, like you slow-mo, like pull your sword out. And it has like this cool like blood spray that follows. I think all of that looks fantastic. But I think the faces and character mo- movements are not impressive at all oh i I'd, i agree yeah. i thought those looked really jank i thought the rocks that you climb up those looked terrible um the sounds that actually come out of the controller like out of the dual shock itself sound like super compressed and like not decent like the sound of the game is besides the soundtrack itself not not that pleasant um I think the horse handles really well. I like how the horse is kind of snaps right to you. It makes sense. It's never like stumbling over itself. And sure, it doesn't handle like quote unquote realistically, but it's not hampered to the game. He's better than Roach. That's for sure. He is better than Roach, but he's not as lovable as Roach. That's not, I mean, that's not saying much. Roach was like the worst horse ever. (laughs) Uh, It's a pretty good horse. I didn't mind the horse. What I did have 
what I thought was like really strange was when you go like under buildings, you like crouch down and crawl under like the floorboards and coming in and out of those like entrance points is like really jarring. Like it's not very smooth and it's never quite, you know, you don't quite pop out the way you would expect. Um, so like around crouching points and around ladders, the game just feels really muddy. Um, when you're going, or, interesting. go ahead. I don't know. You just have a lot of observations that like, I'd never really th- like, I guess I don't really go. D- I feel like you go like a layer deeper than I do sometimes Mason. Cause it's, you know, I'm mostly thinking about like how varied is the gameplay, how are, you know, the glitches, the I, bugs, and you know, you're, you're deep. I mean, ideally, you're ideally you're not thinking about this stuff. Ideally a good game. It's one of those things where if you do a good job, people will say something, but if you do a great job, like no one will notice. And it's one of those things where when I catch something, it's it takes me out of the experience. And nothing is more like obvious with like the NPCs. Like when you realize they have the same like horse dismount animation as your main guy. So when they trigger at the same time and you see both Jin, your character, and the character you're with, like get off the horse, they swing their leg the exact same way at the exact same time and like land at the ground. Like it's very jarring and takes you out of the experience, which is weird because like when you're going around the map and you're just exploring, I like how it goes to like a very minimalist interface, like what you can do with Breath of the Wild where, you know, you don't have the clutter of the interface going on. You don't have a map. You don't have your health bar. It just kind of like uh, like melts all that away and just lets you enjoy the scenery, which I do enjoy. But sometimes you need to check the map. And when you're on the horse and you're riding and you check the map, it halts your run. Like you can't keep on running at full speed. And that just, I know you're not supposed to be checking the map. You're supposed to be letting the wind guide you and stuff. But yeah, they should have let, let your momentum maintain. Um, the camera for most of the time is okay. But a lot of times in combat is just caught up on things. And... There's been plenty, a couple times where I've died when I just, I just can't see what's coming. And I'm playing on the hardest mode, which isn't crazy difficult. It's, I think it's a pretty fair level of hard, but it's, it's, it feels like a cheap defeat when you lose from something that you just can't even see. I mean, so it's not the end of the world because there's so many save points yeah. that I'm not like, oh my goodness, I lost all this progress. I have to backtrack. Like, it's pretty much like, ah, whatever. So that didn't bother me too much. But nonetheless, I'm surprised with how crucial timing is to the attacks that they didn't like pan up sometimes. Mm. Well, um, it's it's weird how there's like all these NPCs and you learn their names. But in the subtitles, which I turned on, it still just calls them peasant constantly. <laughs> So you just constantly are talking to peasants and I'm like, okay, maybe our guy's just a jerk and just shrugs off their names. But I thought that was funny (laughs) because it it bothers me in other games when you meet like a new character that you haven't been introduced to and it tells you their name. It's like, well, I didn't know that. That's kind of a spoiler. But this is like the reverse of that, where you meet the character, learn his name, learn his backstory, meet his family. And it just says peasant. It's always uh, a chuckle. Um it's very, very weird when they have the classic press F to pay respects moment. That, yeah. That always feels a little ham-fisted. The dialogue on a whole, I'm playing uh, I'm playing in English. The dialogue just is a little stilted. It's a little, 
I don't know. Like, I think between the Sucker Punch games, I prefer Infamous Second Son more. I think that game just had a cooler look to it when you're going around Seattle. I really jived with that. Um, and gameplay-wise, this game I don't think has anything on Sekiro or Neo. I think as far as like a fighting game, this is solid, but I don't know. Maybe I still need to get better at not whiffing at enemies when I'm running up to them, but well, there's yeah. still a learning curve. There's still, there's still a lot of abilities and moves and options that I haven't unlocked yet, and I'm sure once I get there, that will give me more colors to paint with than just the... Yeah. Heavy attack, light attack, and a couple different stances, which are fun, but just not at the same level as those games. But um, visually, sorry, go ahead. I want to chime in to say that all of the action in the game is mo-capped by professionals, so it's meant to be realistic. And also all of the faces are skin mapped from the actors as well. So those are the actors who are playing the voices. Uh, Yeah. Cool. Oh no! You just said that they were modeled ugly. I was like, "Well, that's the actor." <laughs> well, no, I, I think I think the faces in the game look awkward. I I don't think they fit the. I don't know. They seem very like they're not. There's not enough frames, or something about them just feels bloated or off. I I think it's just not quite at the level of realism to come across well. I think my only comment on like their faces and stuff was I think sometimes I felt like they didn't. They weren't uh, full of as much emotion, maybe, as I thought that they otherwise should have been. I mean, there's a lot of, like, emotional, uh, distressing stuff happening in the game, and sometimes they... I'm looking back at it now from memory, but I don't... Rec- especially, you know, what the hell was the girl's name? Um, the girl who says she was at Yuki, or what, what, what the hell's her name? Yuma. Yuna, Yuna. Yeah. So, like, Yuna, I I, especially, like, Yuna, I feel like at times didn't really feel like she was... Um, there's not much expression... Maybe, I guess. But, I mean, I never really never really bothered me much at the time. You know, I'm just like, whatever. I was happy to watch the, the dialogues. I did put it in Japanese. Uh, I, tried it in mm-hmm. Eng- I tried it in English for like two minutes, and I was like, nope. <laughs> I was like, this Yeah, feels- I think that's fair. Because I think one of the biggest downfalls of, that um, a lot of people had with it is that it's just a bit too serious for how silly the action gets. <laughs> I think it's, it's possible. It's definitely possible. The- and that's not ruining the gameplay. It's no. just something where when I hear people like laud how good it looks and I'm like, yeah, parts of it look good. But I think like God of War or Horizon Zero Dawn looks way better, in my opinion. And maybe it's just it's not as many peaks and valleys where, you know, ghosts like this looks really good. This looks really good. This looks amazing. But this looks kind of bad. And this looks not that great. And it's like more of a whiplash, whereas maybe God of War never reaches the highs that ghost does but visually is way more consistent so you're not getting flung up and down the spectrum and seeing what works and what didn't it all kind of just gels more and maybe maybe that's a problem with it but it is nonetheless um i mean it's been an enjoyable game i don't feel like i'm getting tired with it it's it's not like oh my goodness i can't wait for this to be over it's i'm still having fun going around doing the standoffs um I'm very excited to do like the bamboo cutting mini game. I haven't oh, yeah. found one of those it's, yet, it's, but I think that's going to be a blast. It's pretty easy though. I mean, like, don't get too. Like, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Um, having you know, I, you know, I heard you compare compare it to other games. I, I think um, 
Obviously, I liked Ghosts enough that I platinumed it. I'm almost done with Horizon. I probably platinum that one too because it's pretty easy. Um, but I, I've said it before, and I wonder how you'll feel about it later. But my my only real problem with Ghost of Tsushima, and this is with the gameplay and with the mini games, is that there's just not a lot of variance. Like there's there's really only like four different icons on the map. You do there's like shrines, foxes, the bamboo cutting, and like the hot springs and like that's that's most of it right and so like mm-hmm. there's really not a lot of variance there and then like almost every quest almost every side quest and almost every like interaction is resolves with you just rushing in and killing a bunch of mongols and it doesn't really um i said i've said this before already but like it it is uh, after 30 hours of that it kind of gets a little redundant you know like it it, it got to the point where i'm like uh, here we go. Like another shield guy, another spear guy, another sword guy. I I recognize that's probably how it really was, and like in reality. But like some of these other games that are like open world, more or less, like Ghost is. There's just like a a lot more stuff that you can do in it. So I don't know. That's um, I'm absolutely never gonna get tired of hunting and killing robot dinosaurs. Like it's it just never it's never gonna get old. Um, but I'm, I'll be curious to hear how you think, feel about that when you get to like hour 20. Yeah, exactly. It's still fresh. It's still new. Those foxes are jerks though. And maybe that's just cause the first <laughs> time I saw one, I'm like, Oh, it's a Fox. Okay. I I'm guessing it wants me to follow him. So I was following this guy and he like jumped down a little ledge and I'm like, I guess I can do that. So I followed, I jumped down and I don't know if it's cause I like bumped him off or something but i don't think i was supposed to go there because then he made a ridiculous jump like across this waterfall that there was no way i was going to be able to make this sh- i was like uh fox you did me dirty sh- <laughs> you, did, you did me dirty the shrines are probably the, mo- the most fun of the uh of the mini games on the map um but uh, we're, we're pretty much out of time so but hey we all got to talk about something yeah so that's good well guys uh We're back on the game train. We never really left. And uh, we'll see you next time at Hobby Addicts. Thanks for listening. Thanks for contributing. Thanks for being great fans. Uh, We love and appreciate all of you. And we'll see you next week. Peace out. Bye, guys. Have a good one.